A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Did you know Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Mondovi is really growing to meet the needs of farmers? Matt has expanded his service area and your animals can enjoy the expanded feed lines and bulk custom feed mixes right now. He also has seed for all your planting needs for next spring's planting. Visit Bluff Country Feed and Seeds website at bluffcountryfs.com to see what Matt and the crew can do for you. I'm having some fun talking to Jeannie Chilson from Chilson Motors. And we're talking Ram Trucks. And there's an awful lot of pride that goes with the Ram Truck owners and the technology and the creators of those Ram Trucks. And they have a lot to offer. Absolutely. Ram offers anywhere from a 1500 series all the way up to a 5500 series. So whether you're just towing something around town or you need us to customize it for your business or for your work, we have the Ram experts to do so. Ram Trucks are so versatile. You can find them working hard to a night out on the town and they fit right in where they go. Absolutely. Ram has worked very hard to create an interior on their trucks that is really a luxury vehicle in a truck. Excellent layout of seating, appointments, and they have really worked hard on the detail of their trucks to give owners a really comfortable, well-appointed driving experience. Ram really looks out for their customers by creating great value in their truck. Absolutely. Ram offers so many different engine options as well, too, from the diesel to the classic V8 Hemi to the new TRX, which has a lot of horsepower. How can we find out more about Ram Trucks? You can visit either of our two showrooms, Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Highway 53 in Chippewa Falls or Chilson's Corner Motors in Cadott at the corner of Highway X and Highway 27. Or you can visit us on the web at chilson.com. Remember, let our family take care of your family. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Hey, it's a Friday morning, shank of the day, chore time, baby. Bob and Joe with you on the farm show here at Wax. As it looks like uh, not a bad weather pattern, we're going to get some more planting done. There's rain in the forecast, chance of rain around here, mostly early and not real heavy. Then again, on Sunday, there's more rain, scattered showers, maybe overnight tonight into tomorrow morning. But no big heavy rain doesn't look like. And temperatures, for the most part, in the 70s, except Mother's Day on Sunday, it will be about 65 for the high. But it could be worse. A lot of work getting done, and a lot of crop is going in the ground. As uh, we have a busy weekend, Allison Dairyland finals down in Elkhorn, way down in southeast Wisconsin. So good luck to all the young ladies that are going to be trying to uh, be our next, our 76th Alice in Dairyland. So congratulations to all those young ladies selected to be finalists. Also, we got some meat processors around here that uh, have gotten grants for that meat processing grant program from uh, Governor Evers in the state of Wisconsin. We'll tell you who they are. Speaking of meat, uh, we got any more calves on the ground? We do not. Oh, man. They're, I don't know what they're waiting for. Uh, I, I discuss it with them every day. But <laughs> And you had a, you took a visit to uh, 
Some folks have started up a new beef project. This is May Beef Month, of course, and uh, over in the Menominee Boysville area. You stopped in and looked at it. Yep, I stopped into Grain Bin Butchery and Market. Yeah. Neat place. They've got a lot of products out there. They're, they focus some on Wisconsin products, but they've got a great meat uh, freezer in there with a lot of stuff. But they also go out and they butcher on the farm. Mm-hmm. But they've got more than meat in the store. Absolutely. They've got, oh my gosh, there was potato chips to sauces to spices to ice cream. Oh, good. So uh, Grain Bin Butchery over there in the Menominee Boysville area. Stop in and, uh, well, still got time to get Mom some nice presents for uh, for the Mother's Day weekend, which is coming up. And uh, so we've got a lot to talk about this morning, and we'll get at it. The weather, I don't think you're going to mind it. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And checking our weather forecast for today right on through Mother's Day weekend and into next week. The forecast brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. Save big on remaining new 2022 RVs at ChilsonRV.com. Little chance of rain moving through this morning, uh, off and on, showers, not much more than that. 72 the high today, 58 overnight, and some scattered showers into tomorrow morning. Tomorrow, probably not going to see rain, but it will be mostly cloudy day of 72, and then could see a little rain early on Mother's Day, and by the end of the day, the sun should peak out a little bit. 65 on Mother's Day, and then 75, full sun, and 75 on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 70s, partly sunny. The next uh, chance, I guess, of area-wide rain will be next Thursday, when it's going to be about 75 degrees right now. Pretty nice out there. You didn't. It wasn't raining on you when you came out, was it? Nope, it wasn't raining and no fog. It was good to but see. But plenty of animals, plenty of critters. Yeah, plenty of critters, from cats to rabbits to cows to deer. And you dodged them all. I did. I did a nice job this morning. Oh, good. That's <laughs> why we let her drive the wax farm truck. Friday morning at wax, about a minute after 5. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's find out what's going on. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Former President Trump is appealing a New York jury's decision that ordered him to pay writer E. Jean Carroll $5 million. Brian Shook reports. Trump's attorneys filed the appeal Thursday, just days after the former president was found liable for sexually abusing and defaming Carol. In the civil suit, she claimed Trump raped her in a Manhattan department store dressing room in the 1990s. But the jury said Trump, who has denied the allegations, was not liable for rape. The case now moves to the second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. I'm Brian Shook. Title 42 has officially expired. Many migrants are waiting near the border trying to figure out their next move. This is uh, scary. It's very difficult because no have food, no have water. It's really hard because we are hungry. The COVID era policy was lifted just before midnight Eastern Thursday night. It had allowed for migrants to be quickly turned back at the U.S. southern border. While U.S. border communities are getting the initial surge, officials in cities thousands of miles away say they are also expecting to be overwhelmed. The government now returns to a decades-old section of U.S. code known as Title VIII. Officials say that carries more severe consequences for migrants that are found to be entering the country without a legal basis. Damage is being reported in Oklahoma as tornadoes ripped across portions of the state Thursday night. Power poles were knocked down and damage was reported to a gas station near the town of Noble, about 35 miles south of Oklahoma City. 
Oklahoma Highway Patrol troopers shut down Interstate 35 as storms pushed through the area. So far, there are no reports of any injuries. And the woman at the center of the so-called Doomsday Cult trial might soon learn her fate. Lori Vallow is accused of killing her 7- and 16-year-olds and conspiring to kill her fifth husband's first wife in a Boise, Idaho trial. The Idaho jury was handed the case on Thursday. Prosecutors say Vallow and her husband were obsessed with doomsday-focused religious beliefs. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Good camping weather. Get your camper ready for summer. Chilson Automotive Group can do that for you. They've got wake-up packages to get your camper ready for summer. Now available at ChilsonRV.com. And Chilson Automotive Group bringing us a look at the weather forecast. Not bad. More field work's going to get done there. There's a chance of rain this morning going across uh, western Wisconsin coming in from Minnesota, but it's not heavy rain showers. Watch, now we'll get a downpour, <laughs> but that's the forecast. 72 the high today, maybe some scattered showers overnight in 58. Cloudy for most of tomorrow in 72. Chance of rain early on Sunday, and then by the afternoon, could see some sunshine on Mother's Day. High of 65. Full sun on Monday and 75 degrees right now. It's a very pleasant 62 around here. 61 in Rice Lake, 62 in Medford, also 62 in Marshfield. Wausau at 58, 66 in La Crosse, 55 in Green Bay and Black River Falls, 62 in the Madison, Sun Prairie area, 57 in Milwaukee this morning. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And once again, as they do every morning, we thank them for that. Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us to look at the markets. And it's Friday morning. And Jill, where are the livestock numbers this week? Choice fed beef steers are 166 to 183 with mixed at 108 to 165. Choice fed beef heifers are 165 to 108, 181 with mixed at 106 to 164. Choice fed Holstein steers are 140 to 158 with select and silage fed steers 93 to 139. Cows are 84 to 99 with a top of 118. Bulls are 78 to 118. Butcher hogs are 35 to 80 with sows at 15 to 22. Boars are 8 to 14. Fed market lambs are 135 to 160. Feeder lambs are 110 to 235. Ewes are 42 to 115. Small goats are 110 and down. Medium goats are 50 to 240. Large goats are 165 to 440 with nanny goats at 230 and down. And taking a look at livestock futures, at the close yesterday, they were mixed. Live cattle prices were down. June 162.95 down a nickel. August at 160.80 down 37 cents. October 164.55 down 45. December live cattle 168.67 down 82. Feeder cattle prices were higher. August 226.07. That's up 92. September also up 92 at 229.30. October also up 92 at 231.70. November up 82 at 232.72. Hogs were mixed. We had May up 2 cents at 76.60. June up 30, or excuse me, June down 30 cents, 83.87. July down 85 at 85.12. And August down 77 at 86.37. Board of Trade was lower at the day trade yesterday before the USDA report that will come out later on this morning, the May report. And also good planning weather continues across the country, putting some pressure on prices. 
Overnight, July corn up a penny at 583. The oats down for 333. July wheat up nine at 636. And the soybeans for July back over $14 up a dime overnight at 1415. Meal up 420 a ton at 420 or 435.60. Dairy markets, it has not been a good week for dairy markets. Barrel cheese traded three and a quarter cents lower yesterday at 150 and a quarter. The blocks down five and a quarter at 161 and three quarters. Butter up a cent and a quarter at 240 and three quarters. Class three lower across the board. May down 18 at that price at 1628. June back below $17 at 1691, down 28 cents. July down 24 at 1763. August down 13 at 1841, September down a penny at 1905, and we're still getting ripped off of the gas pumps. June class, uh, June crude oil, $1.59 a barrel lower yesterday. The price for a barrel is now $70.97, and they got gas at the pumps I saw coming in this morning here in Eau Claire, $3.40 a gallon. Should not be that high. Ten minutes after 5 o'clock, and uh, we're going to go to the Grain Bin Butchery here in just a couple of moments. Jill was over there and talked to those folks. We'll hear about that coming up right here on WAX. Jason McDonald and Aaron Dunn have a unique business north of Wheeler that I think we need to learn a little bit more about. So, Jason, what's going on? We're the Grain Bin Butchery and Market. We are a full-service on-farm slaughter butcher shop processing facility along with a small bulk food meat shop on farm slaughter what does that really mean for the farmer that means that the animal that the farmer is uh, looking to have processed we would personally Aaron and I would personally come out to your farm and harvest that animal on farm we have a slaughter truck that goes right out there Uh, we're able to process that animal, put that animal right directly into quarters, put it in a uh, stainless steel tank where we then bring it back to our facility and hang it in our cooler. That animal is killed right there on the farm premise to reduce stress and provide that convenience for the farmer who maybe doesn't have time to load up their animal or it's less stress on the animal to not have to deal with loading it in a trailer and bringing it to a facility or one they just simply can't get in the trailer however still want that animal used as a meat product and that was jason mcdonald from the grain bin butchery and market located at e4548 county road double f boysville wisconsin Give them a call at 715-632-2800 or find them on Facebook. That's Grain Bin Butchery and Market. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's Mother's Day weekend and we want to wish all the mothers out there, mothers, grandmothers, stepmothers, whatever, uh, happy Mother's Day. We're going to hear a little bit about flowers. Floral Imports. Very important, those flowers, where they come from, and uh, we get them from all over the world. But before we do that, Jill, some other news in agriculture. Well, the USDA economists will release their May crop production and world agricultural supply and demand estimates later this morning. One thing traders expect is an increase in old crop U.S. ending corn stocks. That's because of the big Brazilian corn crop this year that is just hitting the export market. 
for new crop ending stocks. That number expected is expected to be around 2 billion bushels as farmers will probably harvest a little over 15 billion bushels this fall. Our second biggest crop ever. Officials will know more later this spring as planting is behind in some major growing states like North Dakota. For soybeans, traders anticipate old crop ending stocks of about 212 million bushels, the second lowest total in the past seven years. For new crop ending stocks, that number is expected to be around 282 million bushels based on an expected record crop of almost 4.5 billion bushels. And now we're going to talk a little bit of money. Eight grants from the state to meet meat processors around Wisconsin to improve and expand their operations have been given out. And five of those eight grants are for processors in western Wisconsin. The total amount of those grants was $200,000 with a maximum of 50000 to any one processor. Processors are required to provide a matching amount for their individual projects. Receiving those grants are J.M. Watkins, LLC of Plum City, Wisconsin River Meats of Mauston, University of Wisconsin River Falls, the Durand Smokehouse at Durand, and Siler's Food Market, and Meat Processing of Elmwood. And they have the really good beef sticks there. About 70 meat meat processors around the state applied for those grants. Just do the news. We don't need editorial comments here. (laughs) But I know, you know, that's what's fun about driving around Wisconsin. You You and I get out in so many different areas, and you stop, and you sample, so to speak, the products that these local processors, be it dairy processors, meat processors, produce. We're lucky because there are a lot of You don't see these sorts of plants in the small towns, and it is really good. And if you have never been to the small meat processing plants to uh, get your meat or beef sticks or whatever you want, you're missing out. You really are, and Wisconsin is actually one of the few states that have those meat yep. markets. I visited with Angie Horkin the other day, and she brought that up. Yeah, with the Beef Council. Yep, yeah, with the Beef Council, and that actually is one thing that I like to do when I get out and about. And Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, because you can always, always find food on the road around Wisconsin. <laughs> All these towns have good meat processors. Thanks, Jill. Hey, coming up, flowers. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Valentine's Day may be over, but the second biggest holiday for cut flowers is Mother's Day. From the southern end of the longest barn in Madison, this is Carrie Mess. While moms across the country enjoy a pretty bouquet, getting those flowers into the U.S. while also keeping harmful pests and diseases out isn't a small job. Bruce Chung is an agriculture operations manager with the Agriculture Program's Trade Liaison and the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. Bruce, tell me what the big picture of importing flowers into our country looks like. So importing flowers into the U.S., it simply comes down to demand, right? I mean, we're talking about whatever we need, whatever the country needs to supply for its bouquet makers, its shops, these flower shops, everything. The... Flowers are imported simply because there's a demand for it. It's probably most likely cheaper overseas, or at least um, they can be produced in a much larger quantity. And, of course, any type of market force is going to push it towards specific species and specific countries that actually grow it. So what we see 
throughout the year, we see a pretty consistent level of importation for flowers in general, but we do see a major increase during specific holidays, Valentine's Day and Mother's Day being one, two of the largest ones uh, where we see a massive spike. Um, in general, for these holidays, for example, Mother's Day this year, we started tracking our statistics on April 8th, which is about 35 days before the holiday, which this year is going to be uh, May 14th on Sunday. Um, what we see over the years is that we are starting to see an increase, a significant increase in how many flower stems are actually being imported. So, for example, two years ago in the 2021 season for Mother's Day, it was the first time we actually saw over a billion stems being imported into the country. Uh, last year, we broke that record again with nearly 1.3 billion stems being imported. So it is a lot of stuff coming in. Um, and a lot of this stuff, we do have to ensure that it is safe for our agriculture here. That's going, we are still protecting our agriculture uh, nationally. So our agriculture specialists, they're going to be at the ports of entry. Uh, they are going to be inspecting these flowers, ensuring that any type of pests or diseases are going to be caught before they ever enter the country. This is done through physical inspection, and it's also done through regulation, which is being set out by the USDA. So our, our um, agriculture specialists on the front lines are going to be inspecting these, inspecting these things every single day to ensure that um, our agriculture is safe here in the U.S. So we're talking about a billion stems of flowers coming in. I assume that there's some sort of technology that helps with that physical inspection to to catch things because, I mean, we can't lay eyes on, on every stem. Is that something that yeah, I mean, is part of the yeah, job? I wouldn't say it's a technology. It's more of a... It's more of a mixture of regulation systems and, and more of a, more of a systems of protections um, throughout the supply chain. And in addition, a lot of it does come down to manual inspection. So starting at the beginning, right? We the USDA, of course, is very familiar with the types of flowers coming in and the types of pests and risks that are associated with each one of those flowers and flower varieties. So they'll set out specific regulations to ensure that, okay, if you want to bring this particular flower in, then it has to meet the specific phytosanitary regulations. And those regulations can be anything from, you know, it may require some type of treatment overseas before ever even coming to the U.S. It may require um, a specific way that those flowers are grown or a specific method in which the flowers are grown to help prevent any type of pests. So that's kind of the first step is kind of setting those regulations in place to ensure and to try to protect as much as possible before it even gets here. When it does get here, those considerations are taken into place. And the act, this is where CVP comes in. CVP will inspect those flowers and it's done at a very specific rate. The rates are done specifically based upon the risk itself, and we will select those boxes and, and uh, physically inspect the flowers um, as a sample. While we say that a billion flowers are being inspected, it's really more like they're being cleared and inspected. It is not possible to physically inspect a billion stems of flowers, but we do do an appropriate sample size to ensure that we are catching the pests and the diseases that we're interested in. So, for example, this year, uh, we've already intercepted over 700 pests on these uh, on the nearly 500 billion uh, 500 million flower stems, um, of which about half of those are considered actionable, meaning that they require some type of remedial action, whether it's destruction or treatment or re-export. 
It is a combination of all those things that allows us to help protect uh, help protect the American agriculture from the pests and diseases. What countries are we looking at that are importing flowers? I mean, we're we're used to thinking about the Netherlands and tulips, but that's not the only country that's importing flowers into the U.S. That's correct. Yeah, the Netherlands and tulips is kind of like the number one example. Um, and they usually go in through the JFK International Airport, but they are actually, uh, especially during the Mother's Day season, they are actually on the lower side. I think this year, I'm trying to look at my stats here, tulips so far have only brought in about 8 million stems out of the 500 million stems. Um, usually, for Mother's Day and for Valentine's Day, we are looking at roses, uh, we're looking at chrysanthemums, and we're looking at just general mixed bouquets. And most of those varieties will be coming from Colombia and Ecuador. All of those will be coming in through the Miami International Airport, generally. When we are looking at these flowers that are being brought in, you mentioned the different ports. Are all the standard U.S. ports available for importing flowers, or are there only specific ports available where the Customs and Border Patrol can look at and inspect those stems? Generally, all ports will be available. Um, However, depending on specific programs, you know, um, for example, one of the programs we have is the National Cup Flower Release Program. Uh, This is a program in which the uh, flowers and specific variety of flowers from specific countries have already been cleared by the USDA as being appropriate well and well enough, uh, safe enough to um, allow in. Now, those have to be done through specific ports, uh, but there's only a couple varieties that, that uh, even qualify for that program anyway. And that's Bruce Chung talking with our Carrie Mess about uh, those flowers coming in. And I have to tell you, one of the of all the farm tours we've taken and all the interesting places we've been, one of the most interesting places that we've ever done is when we go to Holland and we go right outside Schiphol Airport in in Amsterdam. There, we visit the Alschmeer Flower Market. It's a building, ten acres under one roof, and flowers fly in to the airport there. From all over the world, Vietnam, the Philippines, Africa, and uh, then they're sold on a Dutch market. If you ever hear about a Dutch auction, they start at a high point and then go down. It's not like our auctions where we start at a dollar and work up to wherever, start at a thousand and work up. The Alshmere Flower Auction, and those flowers come into the airport, they're sold right away in the morning. And it's like a hub of bees when you walk around. If you ever get over that part of the world, you want to go to the Alshmere Flower Market. It is flower auction market. It's unbelievable. And a lot of those flowers that we'll see for Mother's Day will be sold today or were sold yesterday. Put them back on the plane, then they come to Minneapolis. And the flowers you might buy in flower stores around here come through there. So they come from all over the world. But that Alshmere Flower Auction... One of the most interesting places I've uh, I've ever been. It's just amazing how they do it with the Dutch auction system. So if you ever get over there, make sure you uh, stop at the Alshmeer Flower Market. All right, 29 and a half after 5 o'clock. Brent's on his way in. We'll talk to him, and uh, we're not done yet by any means. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And I'm sure that will be a very popular auction coming up over there, Whitetail, when they uh, sell that farm. All right, we've got uh, news to get to, then weather, Brent's coming in. Let's uh, 
Check in with Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom. What's going on on a Friday morning? Good morning, Morgan. Well, good morning. Here's what we're learning today. A hard day has arrived. Friends, family members, fellow officers from across our state, all to say goodbye to a fallen deputy. The funeral for Deputy Katie Lysing begins at 9 this morning in Hudson. Her public visitation will be followed by a full police memorial service. Lysing gunned down last weekend during a drunk driving stop and is the fourth law enforcement officer killed in Wisconsin so far this year. Lysing leaves behind a wife and three-month-old son. In headlines that stretch the state, two people inside of a small plane crashed in Wisconsin Rapids yesterday but were able to walk away. The sheriff in Wood County says the plane crashed yesterday morning near the Grace Lutheran Church in Wisconsin Rapids. The pilot and passenger were treated at the scene. No one saying just what caused that plane to go down. No one on the ground was hurt. Take a little peek at the political stage where the shared revenue plan is sharing some details. A key committee vote on Thursday on a Republican bill that increases the state's shared revenue to local governments. Beloit Democrat Representative Clinton Anderson saying this. This process was rushed. It was not ready. And frankly, this process is dysfunctional. Let's slow down. Let's have a real bipartisan conversation. An amendment from Democrats was rejected. This is a committee on local government chair, Representative Todd Novak of Dodgeville. There are no amendments today because there are negotiations still on going on, and I didn't, don't believe it uh, would be um, worthwhile to pass amendments where they are right now and then have to amend it again. So I expect there will be amendments next week when this hits the floor. Now the vote to bring the bill to the full assembly was along party lines. Governor Tony Evers has threatened to veto if it's not modified. Well, it seems there's one less date night option in Eau Claire. The plan for a Chili's has cooled off. Economic Development Manager Aaron White said the developer pulled out of the project. Um, it was near the intersection of Gateway Drive and Prill Road. You can kind of picture where that is. No reason given for why they pulled out, but there is some interest in that space, though not many details or rumblings on who may be interested in coming our way. And of course, before you can enjoy date night, you do have to go back to the bar, and those chores need to be done. And to all the moms whose chores never seem to be done, ahead of a Mother's Day weekend, wishing you the best of dandelion bouquets, handmade cards, or breakfast in bed, however you celebrate as we take it back to the barn with bob bosold jill welke and your midwest farm report on wax 104.5 thank you morgan you're not going to get a dandelion bouquet for me because i've been digging them and throwing them away i can get rid of them dandelions i don't want them around my place well it's going to be good growing weather for dandelions i think marika's gouda the house of gouda marika gouda bringing us the weather mike dandry is over at skywarn 13 happy mother's day weekend uh, thank you. I'm I'm not a mother, but uh, I I don't intend to be a mother. No. Nope. But uh, Are you yes. going to be a father anytime soon? Well, that's that's the hope. It's uh, in the works. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Stand by. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, if you're going to have a Mother's Day picnic, what later on in the afternoon would be better? Right. Yeah. Sunday afternoons looking better as we'll have high pressure moving in to help clear out some of the clouds, but not before we have a chance at some showers earlier in the morning. Leading up to that, we'll have more chances for showers today. Those are starting to move through northeastern Iowa into southwestern Wisconsin right now. Mainly cloudy throughout the day. Temperatures climbing to the low to mid-70s. Tonight, more chances for showers. Cloudy dipping to the upper 50s and low 60s. Tomorrow, most of the day should stay dry, but those chances for showers will still persist on and off before a better chance moves in Saturday night into Sunday morning. And again, will clear out going into Sunday evening. Then looking at Monday, we start a dry pattern that's heading our way. Plenty of sunshine back into the mid-70s, still into the mid-70s on Tuesday. Then heading into Wednesday, low 70s, still plenty of sunshine. And then we'll have just a chance at a few showers on Thursday, but it does look like most of the day should stay dry, at least for now. 
Once again, highs into the mid-70s. We do have some cloud cover to kick us off this morning with a temperature of 60 degrees in Eau Claire. Ah, nice morning out there, and uh, not bad. A lot of field work getting done, so you have a good weekend, sir. You too, Bob. There he goes, Mike Dandry over at Skywarn 13 with the weather on wax, brought to you by Marika's Gouda. For those who work in acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 60 degrees, looking for 72 today, and Senator Tammy Baldwin isn't happy. Jill, what's that all about? She is not. A bipartisan group of U.S. senators, including our Tammy Baldwin of Wisconsin, has sent a strongly worded letter to Administrator of the Food and Drug Administration, chastising him for allowing plant-based products to use the term dairy on their labels. The senator said they are disappointed that the FDA is not following guidelines already in place calling for the agency to enforce guidelines of identity for plant-based products that mimic dairy products but don't contain the same nutrient value as milk, cheese, and yogurt. And while we were in California on our farm tour earlier, we were at at an almond farm, almond operation, and I asked the guy, I said, how do you put a milking machine on there on a on a on an almond, and he just kind of laughed and he says, "Yeah, that's uh, that has been a boon for us to be able to, uh, you know, call it dairy, and uh, you know they don't apologize for it. It's good marketing and it's working for them. The law, the rules are there for the FDA to enforce, but they don't enforce them, and uh, that's frustrating. What else? And this weekend, the seventy sixth Allison Dairyland will be selected. And that process is happening in Walworth County. And the, today's events include visits to agricultural enterprises around the county, with the new Alice being selected on Saturday night. The new Alice will officially begin her position on July 5th. All right, 76 Alice in Dairyland will know Saturday night. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Brent Wink is here. We'll hear from Brent. We'll also uh, get our market updates from around the sale barns in the area. But, uh, again, the Ag Youth Council for the new year has been announced, announced, uh, well, just a week or two ago. And there are some from our area. Josie Bailey from down at Toma, Elizabeth Colburn from down at Viroqua, Sonia Merritt from over at Arpen, and uh, Alice Tesca from over at Auburndale. And uh, Alice's name is spelled like the tractor, not the traditional A-L-I-C-E, but uh, A-L-L-I-S, Alice Tesca from Auburndale. So uh, congratulations to those young people, and uh, it'll be an educational process to be on the, uh, the 4th Wisconsin Agriculture Youth Council. So uh, it'll be running during the uh, 2023-2024 school year. Good thing to get those kids involved. They learn more about uh, government and about agriculture and what it takes to make both work. And sometimes <laughs> that doesn't happen, so they'll find out why. Hey, we've got markets coming up. We'll get to them here in just a moment. Once again, 62 degrees, 72 chance of rain today. Scattered showers overnight, 58 Saturday Maybe a few early, but that's about it. And then cloudy day Sunday, a chance of rain early. You should see a little sun later on Mother's Day. High of 65. It's about 60 right now. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's 17 minutes before 6 o'clock. 62 degrees out there. and We need to hear from Jim Lindsay in Equity Altoona. 
Choice beef steers now for dollar thirty-five to a dollar seventy-one. Choice dairy cross steers now for dollar thirty-five to a dollar sixty-six. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers dollar forty-seven to a dollar fifty-six. Choice Holstein steers dollar thirty-five to a dollar forty-six. Select under finished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers dollar thirty-four and down. Top twenty percent of the cull cows sold from ninety-nine to a dollar twenty-four. We had a top of dollar twenty-six. 60% of the cows sold from 70 to 98. The bottom 20% of the cows sold from 69 and down. Organic market from Tuesday, 80% of the organic cows sold from $1.30 to $1.54. Bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from $1.29 and down. Coal bulls sold from $1 to $1.17. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from $170 to $290 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $170 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $250 to $445 per head. Our next special feeder sale is this Friday, May 12th, starting at noon. We are expecting three to 400 head for that sale. We will have a lot of good beef calves and a few bred beef cows and some Holstein steers. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get over to the Equity Stratford sale barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us, ready to wrap up the week. And uh, how's the morning over in central Wisconsin? Well, good morning to you, Bob and Jill. A nice morning here, 57 degrees, and hopefully we'll get a nice day like we had yesterday. Uh, uh, a few uh, few folks are out on the higher ground, uh, but it's still awful wet. So, uh, you know, the, the folks with the real heavy soil, Western Marathon County, had uh, a lot of errands to run yesterday, and uh, nobody working over there. But over in our part right here, kind of south-central part, a few guys are out uh I guess, on the high fields, you know, where we got better drainage and better subsoil like granite and sand, stuff like that. But uh, it'll be a bit, but uh, we got to put together a lot of these nice, warm, 70, 80-degree days. Boy, and, uh, we sure do. Hopefully that's yeah. uh, that's going to be in the foyer. After Mother's Day, it should get uh, another another nice period of weather. But, hey, wrap up the week for us. I'll do that, Bob. Thank you, and good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, Thursday, and this past week here at Equity Stratford. Markets continue to uh, look real well, uh, real good here. And uh, on the cow market yesterday, high-yielding, fleshy Holstein cows selling mostly from ninety-three to a dollar seven. Earlier in the week, we did have some fancy cows, one hundred eight to extreme top of one thirteen. That's on some high-yielding beef cows. Most of the cows this week, some seventy-two to ninety-two thinner cows. Uh, like Arcus cows, 72 and below. On the organic market on Tuesday, continues to be very strong, 145 to 158 on those high-yielding organics. And now back to the conventional markets. Some, uh, bulls this week, better quality bulls, mostly from 95 to $1.15. Lighter bulls, 93 and below. Fed cattle, choice grading Holstein steers are selling mostly from $1.37 uh, to $1.50. High-yielding choice and strictly prime Holsteins from 152 to 163 Select under-finished cattle, 130 below. Calf market also very strong all week. Good quality Holstein bull calves. Uh, the bulk of those good 90, 230 pounders selling from 150 to 300, topping on Monday at 365. Uh, heifer calves this week, mostly from 40 to a dollar. Again, on uh, Monday, 135 was the top on those. Beef calves very strong, 250 to 500 
up to 590 on Monday's auction. And uh, we have concluded the marketing week here in Stratford. Full marketing week on tap, of course, for next week. Our next hay auction will be next Tuesday. Also, next dairy sale next Tuesday. Next feed of cattle sale will be next Wednesday. And again, folks, uh, uh, if you got any cattle that can sign, put them, uh, let us know. We'll put them on the list for you. And uh, 687-4101 is our phone number. And uh, I saw something interesting this morning, not to differ, of course, away from Mother's Day. We want to wish every all the Mother's Day mothers out there very happy Mother's Day. But uh, one guy had on there, he said, not only is uh, May uh, have Mother's Day, but it's also uh, uh, buy your husband a new boat month. That's not a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> I don't know who put that on, so I can't. I don't take credit for that. So, but I, like you said, not a bad idea, you know. So, yeah, I heard anyway, a, I saw a guy that went on Facebook and he was looking for a wife that liked to fish. He said, "Send me a picture of your boat." <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have a good Mother's Day. We'll talk to you next week. Again, happy Mother's Day. You bet. You guys enjoy the weekend. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Brent's with us, but let's wrap up the markets. Board of Trade was lower yesterday before the USDA report later on this morning, and good planning weather for the most part around the country. Overnight, July corn up a penny at 583. The oats down four at 333. July wheat up nine at 636. July soybeans up a dime at 1415, and soybean meal up 420 a ton, $435.60. Country elevator prices today. Northside Elevator, Loyal Location, corn's at 565 with soybeans at 1378. In Arcadia, corn's at 571 with soybeans at 1387. Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville, corn's at 553 with soybeans at 1376. On the DTN screen, Golden Plump, corn today 583 at Baldwin 542 and 1365 and the beans, Duran 542 and 1360. Mondovi and Elmwood both have corn at 546, beans 1365. Down at Fall Creek, 531 and the corn 1340 on the beans. Osseos 558 and 1365. Elk Mound corn 551, bean 1371. Sparta 561 and 1342. Ellsworth 531 and 1340 at the ethanol plants, Boyceville. 587, Stanley 583, corn at Richmond 580. Barrel cheese down three and a quarter, 150 and a quarter. The blocks down five and a quarter at 161 and three quarters. Butter up a cent and a quarter at 240 and three quarters. May class three down 18 at 1628. June down 28 at 1691. July down 24 at 1763. August down 13 at 1841. And September down one at 1905. Brent Wink joins us next here on Wax. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, 60 degrees. Brent Wink joins us on our Winfield United Covering the Crops program. And we have breaking news. You're married to a grandma. Yes. Earlier uh, here a couple days ago, our son and his wife gave birth to a baby boy. So What did they name him? Thomas. Uh, my, my dad is Tom as well, so they named him after Grandpa. Thomas Henry After great-grandpa. Yeah, great-grandpa. Your grandpa. Shoot, that just <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound right. No, uh-uh. What if you don't want to be part of that club quite yet? You want, like, the baby, but you don't want to be part of that uh, grandpa club. You don't have any choice. Oh. Congratulations. That's but, wonderful. What a nice Mother's Day gift for uh, you ma- and... Mom uh, and grandma, you know, yes. And great-grandma, everybody that's out there. That's great. Got any wheels turning this last week at your yeah. place? Yeah, wow. This has been just a heck of a week. It... Uh, you know, the rain last weekend, and then kind of things really started busting loose everywhere again by Tuesday, Wednesday. I know southern Pierce County, a couple of growers I know down there 
really got a lot of rain over the weekend. I mean, three, four inch rains and then some other rains in between. So certain little pockets where some wheels have not been able to turn, but holy cow, it has been a crazy week. And we've uh, spent this week putting in a lot of test plots. You were super appreciative of all the growers that take time out of their schedule to put in these variety test plots uh, here Two days ago, I was down, um, and uh, Jason and Don Jakewish we put in a large corn plot there. I think we had 80 different entries into that plot. It's always a great one uh, down in the Rock Falls area, uh, so we appreciate that. And all the other growers that are helping put that in, but uh, just kind of along those same lines, we're moving a lot of seed, you know, from the co-ops and getting uh, getting things positioned. So certainly, if you're in need of additional soybean seed, any of the traits on the soybean side or corn seed, uh, Synergy Co-op and Alcivia Co-op in this area have plenty of good supply left from DeKalb, NK, Brevant, Cropland. So as you're kind of going through the planting season and you need a little bit more, be sure to reach out to your agronomist. And again, just uh, not a whole lot else happening, just a lot of, lot of things going into the ground. Next week looks incredible, I thought, looking at the extended forecast. So I really think... We're going to have a lot of great activity. And, again, just that little reminder, as all that corn is getting in the ground, if you're relying on uh, the, your your herbicide applications to be done by the co-ops or, or done by custom applicators, to be sure and get on the list and make sure to get out there and get that spraying done as fast as uh, you can. So that's kind of about it for the week, Bob. What, uh, what kind of reaction the guys that are out there and the gals that are out there saying that the ground is working up well i know we always get anxious and sometimes we might get in early but for the most part where they can go it's going well yeah it is really a little bit of patience has has gone a long ways to work it and boy a day day and a half it's it's really drying nice when we get these sunny days and again even the areas you know over in central wisconsin where it's still maybe a little bit wet uh, certainly it's the 12th of may hold the course on your corn varieties and all those things, you stay in your maturity zone uh, on those seed supply till at least that final week of May. So hopefully a lot happens, and uh, I'll leave it with a happy Mother's Day weekend to all the mothers, grandmothers, great-grandmothers out there. Hope it is an incredibly special day. Um, maybe we'll be out in the field. Maybe my wife will come join us in the tractor. We can have a Oh, Mother's you know Day how to picnic. show a gal a good time, don't well, you? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure she'll love that. Oh, boy. So are you excited about being able to spend your first Mother's Day with a grandma next to you in bed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. Uh, I haven't been home much at night here, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of kind of strange, but certainly excited for the new yeah. opportunity. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. That's wonderful. All right, Brent Wink with us again. He'll be back next to Friday and the Friday after that and the Friday after that because uh, he always comes in on Fridays during the planting, growing, and harvesting season on our Winfield United Covering the Crops program. 60 degrees right now, and a quick check of the weather brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. Check out the great selection of new Rams at Chilson. A chance of maybe some scattered showers, about 72 today. 58 overnight, maybe uh, scattered showers later on. Cloudy tomorrow, 72. Chance of rain early on Mother's Day, but then the sun's supposed to come out. Mother's Day is going to be the coolest day. That'll be about 65. Otherwise, well into the 70s for the next, at least the next week. It's about 60 right now. 
You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadar. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com. Every part of your vehicle serves a purpose, especially your tires. When they aren't right, it makes a big difference in safety. So, find great deals on trusted brands of automotive and specialty tires for farm machinery, utility vehicles, and more at Blaine's Farm and Fleet.